Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Scout Sobel, and welcome to the Emotional Entrepreneur Podcast, the podcast where we talk business strategy while also vulnerably connecting on emotional resilience. As the CEO and founder of Scouts Agency, a female-focused agency where we get women as guests on podcasts, and someone who has suffered from, managed, and lived with bipolar disorder, the intersection of mental health and entrepreneurship is where I find my success. If you are here, it is because you are ready to feel safe in your emotions so that you can live your life of purpose. Let's get into the inspiration, shall we? Holy shit, my loves, my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur, is one years old today. Today is the one year anniversary of me launching my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur, The Emotional Guidebook to Entrepreneurship. And it feels, I kind of feel very detached from that fact since launching this book last year feels like it was five or 10 years ago. The other day I was scrolling through Instagram. Well, let's be real or let's be honest. I was scrolling through my Instagram profile just to, sometimes I like to do that to see like where I was last year or two years ago or what my writing was like or what I was moving through, et cetera. It's kind of like this visual and written diary in many ways for me. And so I was scrolling through my Instagram profile and I was looking at all of the book launch content and I was watching the reels that I made. I was watching, you know, looking at the photos that I'd taken since I had this incredibly beautiful photo shoot to announce my book. And I just remember thinking, holy shit, that girl is another girl. That is a different version of myself. I recognize her, but I don't know her so much anymore because in the last year, my life has so significantly changed partially because of this book, partially because of my book launch. So for those who are new or have not been following me for the last about year and a half, I launched and self-published my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur, on August 16th, 2021. And since I self-published, I did not need to go through the crazy headache of pre-sales. So I actually kept the entire process a secret. And August 16th, I woke up at the Santa Monica Proper Hotel where I hosted the most insane launch party. And I just posted on Instagram that, hey everyone, I wrote a book and it's here and you can buy it now and you'll get it in two days on Amazon Prime. So that was a definitely a whirlwind. It felt like I was 
working on my book launch behind the scenes pretty heavily throughout 2021, I decided in, let me think, I decided I think in March of 2021 that I was going to self-publish versus go the traditional route since traditional publishing can take a long time uh, to come to fruition. It could take two, three, four years before your book is even published and in the hands of the people who you want your book to get into the hands of to help serve. And also from a business perspective, um, you know, launching a book is really expensive and traditional book publishers actually don't really pay for that much. So a lot of clients come to us at Scouts Agency to uh, sign up for a podcast tour for their book launch since their publishers aren't really doing much on the marketing or PR side. So I was adding everything up and, you know, especially with the advance and how much money you actually make per book and how long it could take. I was ready to write this book. I was ready to show it to the world. I was ready to birth it to the world. And so I went the self-publishing route. And with that, there were no rules. I could forge my own path. I could do it my way. So I finished writing the book in March of 2021. And I had the goal to launch it on August 16th, 2021. Basically, or this, sorry, I think I decided this in February because I remember it was like six months from deciding this to launch. And in that way, I was able to launch this my own way. I didn't have to do pre-sales. I didn't have to do insane lead times of teasing the audience and trying to get them to buy the book, even though they wouldn't receive the book for months or weeks or whatever it was. And I decided to wake up on book launch day and just let you know, randomly, casually, drop the biggest news of my life at that point, my biggest accomplishment, my biggest baby at that point, and be like, hey, you can buy it now. So a lot has happened since then. Uh, A lot has happened since that last year. And as I said, looking back on the photos of my book launch, looking at the incredible launch party that I had, I see a different version of myself and I see a different entrepreneur. I see a different businesswoman. I see a different mission. I see a different stage of life. And It's so crazy how we get to evolve and expand quickly in Quantum Leap when we are really, really have our eye on the prize and have a very deep commitment to our growth and our evolution. And sometimes looking back on the person you were a year ago feels foreign in a good way. I have been able to reflect and I'm excited to reflect on this episode about what has happened to me and for me since launching this book. But first, I want to go through some of the main highlights of the book for those who do not have your hands on a copy. If you have not purchased the book, you can go to Amazon and type in The Emotional Entrepreneur Scott Sobel to get your copy. It's very beautiful and aesthetically pleasing. Of course, it will look great on your mantle or your coffee table, which is how I very, very intentionally designed the whole process. But some of the bigger highlights of the book that really, really rocked my world and shocked me. I remember just crying out of gratitude for this is that Rebecca Minkoff, Lauren Everts Bostic, and Kat Sadler all endorsed my book with a back cover blurb, which I'm holding it in my hands and looking at it right now. I would have never anticipated a couple years ago that these three incredibly powerful and inspirational women would agree to endorse my book with a back cover blurb. So just to start off, um, it's pretty insane. Rebecca Minkoff said, this book is just as important as it is powerful and life-changing, the emotional guidebook we all need as entrepreneurs. 
Lauren Everts Bostick said, Scout's new book is everything the modern hustler needs. Anyone who shares an intent to grow, look inward, and come out a more thoughtful version of themselves needs this book. Bravo, Scout. And Kat Sadler said, Finally, a book about business that explores the necessary marriage of our innate, often complicated emotions with our entrepreneurial acumen. If you want to succeed while not sacrificing or neglecting your unique spirit, this is a must read. I... <laughs> A little bit speechless still that that is written on the back cover of my book, but that's a little bit of a taste of some of the women who have endorsed this book. And then, of course, the forward is written by Jessica Zweig, someone that is so, so near and dear to my heart. She was one of my first clients at Scouts Agency. I ran the podcast tour for her book launch, B, A No Bullshit Guide to Increasing Your Self-Worth and Network by being by Simply Being Yourself. I highly suggest you also get that book too. I was actually also on her podcast, the Simply Be podcast, if you want to listen to that. Um, I emailed her and I asked her if she would write the forward to my book. And I was very nervous since she is a very busy, successful woman and someone I deeply, deeply, deeply look up to. Um, and when she said yes, it was also one of those insane moments for me of gratitude and surreal um, <laughs> It was just an indication that the business I have built through Scouts Agency and through podcasting with OKSIS and this podcast, the network and the women I have met and the people that are in my corner are dream women, are role models, are people I aspire to be. And so I'll talk a little bit about how a bunch of other women got behind my book too, but to have someone like Jessica write the forward meant so incredibly much to me. So that's some of the good stuff. And then in front of every single lesson, the book has 25 lessons. These are 25 emotional lessons that you need to learn through and get through and move through if you're an entrepreneur. Lessons like lack mindset is a waste of time. You always have two choices. Uncertainty is the only guarantee. Emotional independence is where it's at. Responsibility is scary and you were born for it and your worth is not tied to your revenue are some examples. But it was really humbling because I reached out to a bunch of past uh, guests from OKSIS podcast and they all contributed a unique quote, an original quote to open every single lesson. So we have Mina B who wrote a quote. We have Natalie Holloway, the co-founder of Bala, wrote a quote. Dr. Sheila Nazarian, Krista Williams from Almost 30, Charlotte McKinney, so many, so many Winnie Trinity, Muzan Wofard, co-founder of Gold, it's amazing. So not only do you have my lessons here that I have really alchemized and brought through from living with bipolar disorder and applying my mental health tools to entrepreneurship, you also get um, little, you know, little, little words of encouragement, little unique words of encouragement from all of these incredible female entrepreneurs. Chelsea Curtis, the co-host of What We Said podcast, contributed a quote. Zuri Hall, she's like an insane Emmy award-winning TV host. And Lindsay Simkick, also co-founder of Almost 30 Podcast. So the book is really, sorry, I'm flipping through. I'm like, Diana Cohen's in here, the founder and CEO of Crown Affair. So not only am I walking you through some of the biggest emotional lessons, but these women were also involved. And as I was putting the book together, I couldn't believe that my community was so rich with such incredible women because I jumped on a mic, because I committed to a podcast strategy, because I committed to being both a podcast host and a podcast guest. Um, 
it's pretty crazy to see, especially considering, you know, over four years ago, I didn't really have a career. I wasn't really headed in a direction that I felt really fulfilled and lit up by. And yet I just knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I followed my curiosities by hopping on a mic and being a podcast host, by then starting Scouts Agency when I recognized that being a guest on a podcast is the new form of PR and starting this agency. So it just looking back, I'm like, shit, I did that. Like I got all these people to contribute quotes. I got these incredible women to endorse this book or I invited them and they accepted my invitation. So I launched this book. I hosted an incredible party at the Santa Monica proper in Santa Monica, Los Angeles. And I remember so much of the insane emotional growth and challenges and up level that were being demanded of me to launch this book. There was a lot of work around my personal power and my belief in myself and receiving and a lot of trust. It was my first time really investing pretty majorly dollar amounts into a project and a launch. I had never invested that much into anything in my life. And so there was a lot of conversation around scarcity and abundance and following my desires and standing in my personal power and using my voice and being seen and receiving and all of that that I remember was just whirling around me so significantly at that time. And after I launched my book, I was motherfucking tired. I, most authors will tell you this, a book launch is no joke. I did a podcast tour, I think 30 episodes of podcast came, went live of me as a guest the week of launch. I had the launch party. I was on IG live every day a cumulative of over 8 million followers posted me that week thanks to my incredible network and the women who supported this book and were involved in this book. And uh, the launch party was insane. We hit a number 11 on Amazon's top charts. And through all of that, it was a whirlwind. And I was tired after. I was proud. I was humbled. And I also was running an agency. I was also in the midst of growing Scouts Agency. And so I remember I've told this story a million times, just needing a break after that book launch. But it was the most incredibly rewarding couple of months. Like August 1st to November 1st were so rewarding. They were so challenging. They asked everything of me and I showed up at such great lengths and it was it was a launch that definitely changed my business and my life. Now, when book launches go extremely well, people have a preconceived notion of what that means. Book sales and money and this and that and everything kind of stays the same and everything also changes at the same time. Being an author has catapulted my personal brand to the next level. It's allowed me to get featured in outlets like Well and Good. Well and Good listed this book as one of the top books every entrepreneur needs to have. I was then invited on some either even bigger podcasts like Kat Sadler's podcast, Alexis Haynes' podcast, Katie Maloney's podcast, Kathy Heller's podcast, Jessica Zweig's podcasts. These were all top podcasts that I wanted to be on and yet felt I had to almost earn my spot on them. And having that book provided me with the expertise and the thought leadership to really deserve and um I, su- I suppose catapult me into a place where being a guest on those types of calibers of podcasts really made sense. And I didn't even have to reach out to any of those people. They reached out to me. 
So the book, as far as my personal brand, blew me up. Um, this podcast is a reflection of that. This podcast was called Scout Podcast a while ago, and then I changed it to the Emotional Entrepreneur Podcast when I launched the book. And in many ways, I have become known as the Emotional Entrepreneur. And in many ways, my book launch gave me everything. And then in many ways, come December, I was like, what's next, (laughs) right? So after launching that book today, here is what has happened. Uh, Personally... (laughs) I feel as if I've gone through 25 lifetimes of transformation. I think I needed to get this book out of me and I needed to get it out into the world, which is why I went with the self-publishing route versus the traditional publishing route, because I knew that it had to, one, move through me. I literally channeled this book. I wrote it in like a month and a half. Two, that it needed to be in the collective at the time that it did. And three, that I would be able to really, really step into my place as a business owner once this book was launched and I was an author and I was a best-selling author. So personally, a couple things that happened once the book launch happened, I felt like I could just focus on a lot of other things. Um, My husband and I bought a house last December. We closed in January of this year and it is beautiful. If you follow me on Instagram, I have a highlight um, at Scout Sobel, um, all about photos of my house, which is like my dream home. I got pregnant um, in February, which I remember I was actively trying to get pregnant during my book launch. And in November, as I was driving to my in-laws house, I thought to myself, well, maybe my schedule and my career are too demanding and important for me that my body isn't relaxing, isn't relaxing. It's holding on to stress. And maybe that's why I'm not pregnant. And so I think that getting that book out of me first was 100% what my body and my soul needed to do before my baby could come in. So in February of this year, I got pregnant. So that's a couple personal big moves that happened for me. And on the agency side, some really big mindset shifts happened. So I was able to really, really flex my trust muscle when it comes to investing and following my desires and spending money in the appropriate places. I took some pretty big risks with my book launch and there were moments where I was afraid and in scarcity and anxious about the influx of revenue within my business to support uh, what I was doing and what I believed in and what I knew would eventually and did grow my business. So it was a huge invitation into trust. It was a huge invitation to following my desires. It was a huge invitation to turning off my logical mind and following my heart. And it significantly paid off. We ended the year on a really high revenue note. And we, this month in July, I know we're in August, in July, we hit the revenue that we had hit all of last year. So the book really allowed me as a business owner to not only catapult my business, but it also gave me the visibility to grow Scouts Agency on a larger scale within a bigger group of women and into a different entrepreneurial space, which was incredible. We got an office for Scouts Agency, and I really believe that I would have not gotten that office had I not had that exercise of investing in a book launch in my deepest desires and going big and having the party at the Santa Monica proper versus like the budget-friendly place down the road. I really believed after I saw that and after I put my heart and soul into something and was rewarded and supported, I knew that I could pick the office of my dreams and that I could 
invest in that in a place of security and safety and support. So I signed a lease in December on the most beautiful Scouts Agency office. I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram because I post about it all the time. And since then, we have brought on another account manager. We've solidified our director of clients as full-time in the agency, Heather, who's been on this podcast. And it's really been incredible to watch this agency expand and soar. And as well as me being a completely different entrepreneur, you know, I wrote this book when I had two members on my team and now we're a team of seven and we have an office and we manage at any point, you know, around 21 clients on a full load. And it's, I reread this book and I come back to the lessons all the time because they are so freaking applicable for any entrepreneur, any emotional situation you are in, in your business journey. And yet when I read it, I'm like, wow, I am a different entrepreneur today. I feel I don't know if the word is more buttoned up, but I feel more confident. I feel more aligned. I feel like a clearer channel. I feel more strategic. I feel as if I finally got my business to the point where we're getting ready to scale in 2023. I feel as if I have a foundational team that is fucking epic and killing it. And a lot of this too has to do with the fact that I'm pregnant and new clear or new clarity has come to me. But Honestly, when I launched my book, I felt as if it was a declaration of me standing into my personal power, regardless of whether I was ready or not. I pushed myself onto that platform. I pushed myself onto that pedestal. I pushed myself in front of a larger audience. And I said, listen to me, here I am. I have something to say. And not only listen to me, here I am, I have something to say, but the things I have to say are going to serve you and they're going to help people. At the end of the day, the emotional entrepreneur is all about feeling safe in your emotions so that you can live a life of purpose. And that is the essence and the energy of the book. It doesn't matter, or I suppose the the main message won't change whether I am a six-figure, a multiple six-figure, a high six-figure, a seven-figure, an eight-figure, a nine-figure revenue business owner. The book on a fundamental level is about the emotional challenges that we all go through as business owners because... People don't talk enough about how hard this shit is, how hard every up-level is, how hard every moment of growth is, how big of a mindset game this is, how big of a mental health game this is, how big of a personal development game this is. And so I wrote the emotional guidebook to all of this because it didn't exist. And it was something that I was putting at the forefront of my mind. It was something that I was really, really prioritizing as someone who has lived with a mental illness and understands that section of the world, it was crazy to me that entrepreneurs didn't understand or weren't weren't okay standing up and saying, I'm really emotional today, or I'm scared, or I'm in lack mindset, or I'm afraid, or I don't think I can do it, or I have imposter syndrome, or I can't handle the fluctuations in revenue, or whatever it is. Those are the moments that I knew that I could show up and serve. And so I wrote the book probably before I was ready, probably before my solar plexus chakra was fully engaged. I remember so many days going outside into my garden and just blasting a song and singing and trying to give myself a pep talk, telling myself I could do this. And in moving through that intense discomfort to launch this book, the last year has been me embodying the blueprint of personal power that I gave to myself as a gift through this book launch. So what has happened in the last year? 
it feels like a fuck ton and it feels like not a lot at the same time. Bought a house, got pregnant, got an office. We've increased our revenue, you know, significantly already in 2020. Are we in 2022? 2022. I've become a thought leader in the space. I've been able to be a guest on podcasts I can only imagine and be featured in press that is to my wildest dreams. But at the end of the day, launching my book, it helped me become confident as a leader. It helped me become comfortable being seen. It helped me see myself in a new light. And it helped me connect to so many of you who are entrepreneurs who are going through the same emotional trajectory. So sometimes I feel, I think we can all relate. When you list out the things that you've done, it sounds like a lot, but in the moment you're not quite it doesn't quite feel like a lot. I'm like sitting right now in two emotions of being a completely different person than I was a year ago, of expanding my business beyond, and also feeling like I'm just getting started and not enough has happened. <laughs> I guess I'm very, as Ed Milet says, blissfully satisfied. I love where I'm at and my vision for the future and my growth vision and manifestations are huge. They're almost like laughable. And so I can sit here and recognize the growth in the last year because as I said a couple weeks ago, I went back to my Instagram and I didn't even recognize that girl anymore. And I can also feel like not enough has happened. And I get to dance in between those two because they fulfill me being blissfully dissatisfied, being so grateful and happy for where I am and where I've come from and have such intense, clear visions for the future. I think my book launch helped me get to this point. I think it allowed me to move through a huge initiation to become a leader. And so to my first baby, well, I guess God's agency, I know kids' podcast, but you get what I mean to one of my first babies, to my first book, to the book that made me a best-selling author. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you to everyone who bought the book. Thank you to everyone who read the book. Thank you to everyone who wrote a review on Amazon. Thank you to everyone who has shared it in your stories. I am shocked at how many of you still share my book to your stories or to your reels like every week. It's crazy. And if you haven't picked up a book yet, I would be so honored if you would go purchase one on Amazon. The link is also in the show notes. Because a year ago, the concept and the movement of the emotional entrepreneur was born. And yes, that has a lot to do with me and I'm reflecting on how this book has changed my life. But the beautiful thing about it is that it's changed so many of yours. It's reframed the conversation around entrepreneurship and brought in the human into why we do what we do. It's helped us all feel less alone as we've navigated fear and overwhelm and stress and insecurity and scarcity. It's allowed us to feel empowered by the fact that we're human. It's allowed us to breathe humanity into our businesses. It's allowed us to breathe grace into ourselves and get, and approach ourselves with self-love as entrepreneurs. So I know you're here because you're an emotional entrepreneur. I know why I'm here. And I'm just really, really grateful to be doing this alongside you. I don't take it for granted how humbling it is that you get to witness me in this evolution and that hopefully in my evolution comes 
some sort of wisdom that you can take into your own. So happy first birthday, emotional entrepreneur. I love you. You exceeded my wildest expectations. And I can't wait to see who reads you next.